0: Welcome to River of Suck podcast, episode nineteen. I like it. (laughs) My special guest today is Josh Holder. He's the uh, owner of the Frightmare Compound Haunted House, and does a bunch of other stuff that he's going to tell you about. (laughs) True, true. I always have a uh,
1: a random background in different companies, for sure. We, uh, (laughs) yeah, so yeah. My name is Josh Holder, and uh, I own Colorado's oldest haunted house. Uh the Frightmare compound, my dad started back in the day, back in nineteen eighty-three. So wow. this is the thirty-sixth year now. So after my dad passed away from cancer in ninety nine, hmm. um, I kinda took over when I was eighteen. And man, it's you know, it's it's one of those things. I, I scare people for a living. I, I am the guy you come to if you want to be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Fear is your business. Exactly. Literally my
0: business. Yeah. I scare <laughs> people for a living. Amazing. Does that guy have a name?
1: He doesn't yet. We should name him. He's uh, literally looks real. Like if you saw that thing. So yeah, for everybody that can't see what we're looking at right now, um, we're looking at a a head that these sell at Transworld and all these haunted house conventions, and they're literally like three, four hundred dollars, but they are
0: <laughs> realistic. Like. It looks 100% real. I was pretty sure you decapitated someone for this interview. (laughs) I'm not going to say I didn't. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, let's set the scene for anyone who's just listening on audio. Definitely. So, yeah, right now, Andy
1: and I are actually shooting underground in an old mine shaft that we built out here at the compound. Um, The compound's built on four acres, and we have, I mean, you name it, from wrecked airplanes to mine shafts to mining equipment. And our mine shaft at the compound is... Is one of the things that we're really known for. We have over <laughs> two hundred thousand dollars in actual Colorado mining equipment, from um, ore cars to ore buckets to pickaxes to you name it. So this is kind of—I thought this would be a fun little shoot down here to to actually be underground and
0: kind of kind of get the vibe. Yeah. So we've talked on this podcast a lot about fear before, and we've never talked about it surrounded by. Heads and weapons <laughs> and mine shafts. So, I'm super stoked. <laughs> Definitely,
1: yeah. Fear, you know, fear is a it's a huge part of life. Period. And that's uh,
0: that's what people pay me to do. Is they pay me to scare them to bring that fear into their life. So a lot of people are afraid of fear, but haunted houses kind of turn that on its side. You have to kind of want to be scared. What's Ex- like? What's that about? It's uh, you know, to tell you the truth,
1: it's an adrenaline rush. People come here. You know, when you get scared. Uh, fear actually releases dopamine into your brain and you get a high from it. Mm-hmm. And this is what people chase always. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're skydiving, if you're yep. bungee jumping, it's it's a dopamine rush and you know, it's uh, it's something that people chase always. So you will have people that go to every haunted house in the state yep. just to get that feeling of you know, people know they're safe, yeah. but at the same time, they want that fear of being chased by the chainsaw or a guy with an old pickaxe or something crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and actually, I I worked here as a scare actor a couple months last uh, last Halloween season. It was super fun, and at the same time, like you're talking about going to all the haunts. My wife and I, we love it. It's so fun. And we went it- on our honeymoon. We went to <laughs> a, f- a music festival and two haunted houses. Really, that's really cool. <laughs> it's I'll tell you the truth, man. It's it's one of those things that I take it
1: for granted now. Like, like this is my everyday life, and I live it. And I work it. Right, but. You have these people that literally, I mean, look at Ellen DeGeneres now. She, those YouTube videos have millions and millions of views just because they love to watch people get scared. Oh, right. They scare people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, And they take them actually through haunted houses in LA too. <laughs> and it's just classic. So funny. So yeah, it's always a, uh, always something
0: that people chase. You know, people love that feeling of fear and watching their friends get, get scared. Yeah. It's funny, in the music business, a lot of the people I talk to, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm scaring at the hunt. Like, come on down. They're like, oh, I'm too scared. They've ruled out completely. And yet, you come here, and there's big lines. There's families. There's little kids. Exactly. There's adults. There's, exactly. there's all kinds of different people of all shapes and sizes. Uh, 100%. And, and, and looks. I mean. Uh, 100%. Yeah, on a,
1: on a Friday, Saturday night, we'll have a three-hour wait to get in here. So, I mean, you're sitting out there. And to tell you the truth, one of the funniest things about waiting in line for a haunted house is, you know, we have our VIP and our immediate access Mm -hmm. where you can – it's an upcharge. You can go to the front of the line. Right. I'd say 8 out of 10 people don't do it because waiting in line is half the fun for them. They get get together and they start telling stories of last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, how Susie lost her shoes or (laughs) how whoever peed their pants. And literally (laughs) – we, you know, you can watch these people, and there's there's no refunds. You know, of course, you, when you buy a ticket, it's here, you're going in. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many people get, they wait that three hours with their friends, they start psyching each other out. Oh, man. And they actually don't even go in the haunted house. Like, they'll get all the way to the front, they spent a $30 ticket, waited three hours,
0: and they're out. They're they like, don't nope, go can't in. Do it. I guess I never saw those people on the inside. Exactly. Although I, I had to escort. A couple of folks out the emergency exit. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> all, every night, man, you're always, yeah, taking people out, too scared,
1: freaking out. So that's that's most of our security. You'd think, you know, uh, security's here to protect all the stuff. No, it's literally our security guys are just escorting scared kids out. And, and you know, to tell you the truth, it's not even the kids that actually get scared. Hmm. Like we have Denver Broncos players come through where when you're sitting here and these guys are seven foot, 350 pounds, And they're screaming like little girls. And it, I mean, you can't help but laugh. But, you know, that's what they come for. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, it's hilarious, dude.
0: So we're surrounded by these kind of, like, mining... Tools, and these objects on their own. You know, here's the pickaxe. There's uh, a shovel.
1: Hundred percent. You know, that's that's uh, one thing. I mean, you look at any scary movie. Yeah. You know, you always go back and go, okay, what tools were the were the killers using? All this stuff, and it, you know, it could be something as simple as like some of the the lame masks that are even in movies now that have have this fear to them because of the movie yeah so we go through all the haunted house movie or all the halloween movies all the horror movies and you know we start collecting all these creepy old tools and farm equipment
0: but it's like real you know a lot of people use (laughs) foam props in their in their haunted houses these are like this is real wood real metal a hundred
1: percent that's that's one thing we're known for out here like when (laughs) We're not in a in a warehouse, you know. This is right. this is built outside. It's up year round. We're actually one of the only uh, one of the only haunted houses in Colorado up year round because hmm. it's you know which which helps really with everything from the look, the uh, patina on stuff. It all gets you know water water rot and it's got <laughs> it's rust real on it. rust <laughs> exactly yeah. It's you know which helps you so much. You can't fake that stuff. You can't fake the real stuff. No. Like, so yeah, it's you know, we've got everything from mining equipment to wrecked airplanes to boom trucks and real coffins. Like in our cemetery, yeah. all the headstones are real. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's they're all mess up stones, you know, that somebody's name was spelt wrong oh, oh, yeah. or something. Oh nice. So that's yeah, but they're those. all real
0: uh tombstones, so that's pretty funny. I remember I was out by the tractor on your farm. Yep. And and I had I don't know what you would call it. Something gnarly. I was holding something <laughs> real gnarly—pitchfork or a scythe, maybe. Or... God, uh, just you know, heavy and, and weird and <laughs> and metal, probably. Yeah. And uh, yeah, metal on the ends. And and some guy was like, "What if you actually hit me with that?" It's like it would be a good death. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. It's that. That cracks me up. Actually, the questions that come through here. Uh, one of the the biggest question up front. is when people come up and they go, how do you know that some serial killer actually didn't break in and they're actually back there killing people? (laughs) And you sit there and you go, well, we don't. Good luck. (laughs) And, you know, the people, the shock on their face is like, what? You don't know this? And then, you know, you send them in and they just
0: already pee their pants. Oh, man. So there's like an illusion of certain death that that you're kind of getting for – the entire time that you're in here exactly and you're saying that's tripping chemicals in your brain people are loving it feeling they're feeling fear and loving it exactly oh my god they're exactly it's these people they they pay <laughs> to get scared and have that fear feeling and get that high that dopamine high in their brain it's just so funny because in almost every other aspect of life, people are running away from it. And here they're running towards it. <laughs> they're waiting in line for it. They're <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. So I've talked to a fear and anxiety expert. I've talked to all kinds of people. Kristen Ulmer, she's, she's a fear and anxiety expert. Okay. Um, you're actually not going to get rid of it. Everyone thinks they're going to like overcome fear yeah. and like, get the better of it. No, you can overcome a situation. But that fear is part of you. It's actually one of the oldest parts of the human brain, really, any animal brain. So that makes sense. Her Her theory is that if you embrace it as something that's good instead of running away, then you're actually just feeling your emotions more. And that's actually going to make you a happier, more well-adjusted human. Interesting. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'd, see, I need to go back and listen to this podcast. Because, <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that's super interesting to me. And especially being in the business that I'm in.
0: Yeah. So, wow, it's crazy. I call it living a fear-positive life. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I need to use that one. Yeah. Especially out here. You can have it. I'm taking it, 100%. We almost burnt the place down trying to turn it on. <laughs> true,
1: <laughs> true. Yeah, uh, this place has been sitting dormant for the past six months, and we tried to uh, kick on an outlet and had electrical <laughs> fire down here because it was underwater.
0: Let's not do that next time. No. So, okay. So a fear-positive life. There's there's two kinds of people who are in here. There's people who paid money to get scared, and there's people getting paid to scare. Exactly. And what do we call these people? Uh, those are always the monsters. That's wow. our That's our
1: monster team. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, our actors out here, I mean, you can I've- speak from experience. <laughs> You've done it. Yeah. Uh, you know, people you have the people that come back year after year. I've got I've got probably half of our crew out here that come back every year. Yeah. Just to scare. I mean, that's they get the same high as somebody getting scared. You know what I mean? They to be able to watch somebody mm-hmm. actually pee their pants, <laughs> actually, you know, just like fear sweat and tears. So it's uh those guys get a high from it too. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: This past se- Halloween season, as I was wearing your masks and holding these <laughs> aggressive looking weapons, this is helping me be a, a person. Like, I, this is a healthy way to get out my weird dark side. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: And I think everyone has a weird dark side, but the happier people, like the most well-adjusted, balanced people are in touch with their dark side. Oh yeah, and they know about it, and they don't run away from it. Exactly. So like, yeah, I'm gonna hide behind this tractor. And I'm <laughs> gonna pop out, and when you fall, like you know, we, there's people like falling down, and their friends picking them up, and they can barely oh 100 moving on. And but we got to keep it moving because there's more people coming. Exactly. Yeah, and
1: it's it's actually a pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's just- a crazy experience to come out and actually scare people. I just feel so good when that happens.
0: Like, yes. <laughs> yes, you did I job. did. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, there's and you know the funny part is, so we hold auditions every year. Okay. And the auditions yeah. to be an actor out here at the Firemire compound, you know, we want to make sure that that people can actually do that. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually harder than you'd think to be able to get in somebody's face and be comfortable with it. But that's what you're saying with being in touch with your your dark side like yeah. being able to actually to play that out a little bit um, you know these guys will have oh shoot I can't even tell you we'd have a hundred people out here ready to audition for these spots out here and you know we'll we'll put somebody in a position we'll bring them down into the mine shaft into a scene and make them act out what they're going to do like I want to see that you can get in somebody's face and scare them <laughs> and you know you'll have you'll have 10 people that come down psych themselves out and they can't do it you know, they totally walk away. They're like, "Yep, oh, this isn't the job for me." So it's it's pretty crazy when you're saying like, get in touch with your dark side. and That's mm-hmm. it's so true. And some people can't do that, and they they're super nervous and and just don't
0: enjoy it really. You have to tap into it, and I think it's hard. Like uh, coming from a a musician angle, like I've been on a zillion stages in front of thousands of people, and I've played living rooms for a couple people. You know, anywhere you could play, I've been there, but. I was really nervous the first time that I ever auditioned to be a scare actor and they're like, "All right, be a zombie." I'm <laughs> like, "Okay, this one's easy." Yeah. I got I don't know about clown. That's clown is hard for me like I don't know. Like I'm just I'm not coming from an acting world. So the transition from being a normal person <laughs> to like someone who's kind of like creeping around a corner Exactly. For fun, I actually thought it was it was not an easy transition to make. That that moment you go in, and you're like having the conversation, this is what's gonna happen. Yep. But then all of a sudden you're in it and they're like, Act and you're like, I'm not an actor. <laughs> exactly. But actually this is a good introduction into the river of suck concept, which is you have to suck at something before you can be good at it. A hundred percent. So, you know, I got in there. This was a different haunted house in Denver. They're like, all right, we're going to do a scare circle. Everyone going to go around and scare. And I'm just sitting there. Ter- I'm sitting there terrified. <laughs> and I, you know, I made some made some sounds. And that very first night, I lost my voice completely for a week. 100%. Like, oh, man. I was loud and I was scary and I did it. But I sucked. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> Your first couple times a- you do
1: suck. Always. <laughs> like, And that's literally so Frightmare, we always try to open on uh, like a Friday Saturday mm-hmm. do like almost like a sneak preview and then take a week off where oh, yeah. where our actors can go out and they know okay this is what I'm going to do we're training them doing <laughs> everything but you overexhaust your voice you lose your voice yep. so we give them that week to actually okay now I know I can't scream at the top of my lungs for for 2 days straight yeah so yeah it, it is pretty funny but Everybody does suck right when they come out. Well, I'll I'll take that back. Not everybody sucks right off the bat. There's some people, man, that I sit there and go, this guy actually might be killing people. Like, you
0: are creepy. So I won't say everybody sucks right off the bat. (laughs) So check this out. You're on one side of the river of suck. The river of suck is an imaginary river flowing through your mind. (laughs) Uh, Behind you is your comfort cave. You're on your comfort shore. That's where you do all the things you already know how to do easy comfort zone on the other side you can see future versions of yourself you can do the things you wish you could do now but the problem is in between there's a bunch of whitewater rapids rocks and thought piranhas (laughs) thought piranhas you know what i'm talking about they're those like pesky thoughts that enter your brain try and sabotage your good vibes like you were in the zone and then the thought piranha came and interrupted your your moment of flow okay so that's that's the river of suck Okay, I see, and I, I've been in that river many, many of times, and I just kept swimming, I feel like. Oh, yeah, well, that's the thing. You do have to, like, you could dip your toe in and run off. That's the people who come down here into this mine shaft and go, this is not for me. Exactly. Or you can jump in head first, start swimming, get bashed by the rocks, get bitten by the thought piranhas. All people are capable of amazing things. Of course. But the people who are successful didn't quit when it was hard. And it's hard over and over and over and over. Exactly. So, tell me a story from your life where you felt like you swam across a river. Oh, geez, which which story? <laughs> I feel like
1: I have so many rivers that I've gone through. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that you know, I'm a I'm a big entrepreneur. That's that's kind of my thing. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've 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 started lots of companies. I've failed lots of companies. Um, and so I'd, I'd say. Uh, you know, one of, the, one of the big ones we did was uh, we started a costume shop back in the day, you know, which I, I know nothing about costume shops. I'm a haunted house guy. I can scare people. And I was like, oh, that's a great transition. Yeah. You know, something that kind of ties in well. And so we, we went out. I bought a million dollars in costumes <laughs> and uh, ended up you know, like spirit Halloween style, you know, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you know, you go into the store, you pick out your costume, you roll. You roll they're only open for 30 to 60 days. hmm. And, you know, all my friends, everybody was like, dude, you're nuts Like, what did you buy? Why did you do this? I'm like, I don't know I have no idea, you know, I, I love, I love pursuing new things I love to get out and try new things and, and push myself, really And so we actually started, um, started these costume shops And I did three of them I did one in Casper, Wyoming, I did one uh, in Westminster, one in Cherry Creek. Hmm. So three different locations uh, a year. And, you know, they're always in different areas. And we did – I think I ran that company for, oh, I want to say five years before Amazon really became a big thing and where you can get Oops. a costume delivered for $20 to your front door. Yeah. Which, you know, the, the costume shop industry now is – it's hurting from that. But uh, and that's, that's why I actually ended up going, okay – this isn't for me, you know, I, I need to get out. But at the same time, you know, it was the same thing. I was in that river for five years, swimming, 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 trying to make it happen, trying to, trying yeah. to do it. And it was a failed business, you know, that, but I learned a ton from it that I can actually apply to my other companies too. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely not a total loss at all. You know, it was, it was a learning curve. Yeah.
0: So back to being in here, I feel like I had a river of suck with each character <laughs> that you put me in i started we off
1: always we threw you in some random stuff we always did something different oh yeah that.
0: yeah yeah i was i was the random we were like oh what's your character i'm like i don't know tonight <laughs> exactly we'll find out in a minute i was the scarecrow i was the farmer i was a zombie um it's funny i remember at one point um there i don't i know it wasn't directed towards me because i was a farmer that night But I remember at the end of the night, someone was like, "Guys, zombies don't talk." (laughs) Exactly. So that's funny. Like there's some zombies in the river of suck. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. (laughs) Zombies in the river of suck. That's also scary. Uh, (laughs) No, and that's funny you bring that up actually because, uh, a position like you had, like uh, we call them floaters. Yeah. Okay. And literally, which is cool because. You could transition into, like, okay, I'm not a zombie tonight. I'm going to be, like, this this nasty, chainsaw, massacre-style family killing people. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And you could transition. But it's funny how many people can't do that. Huh. You know, they we put them in their spot, and one-track mind. Hmm. Like... I can only be a zombie. There's, I, I don't know how to do anything else. And back to the river of suck. They don't want to. They don't want to suck at something because they already sucked at being a zombie. Now
0: they're good at it. Oh, oh yeah. They. F- yeah. And they I don't want to go back into a suck zone again. <laughs> so yeah, it's really funny. So you did well at that. Ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> I, yeah, I liked the. I liked being a zombie on the bridge. It's so funny. Like you can see, your eyes are adjusted. You could see these people coming. I'm like, oh man, they they could totally see me. This is a dumb spot. Why am I? Why am I even like behind this beam? They're they're gonna see me, and then they don't. Oh yeah, exactly. And their heart jumps out of their chest. Exactly. Yeah. You grab it and you twist it. <laughs> see, you're already and back in the zone. Them. Oh man, my haunted house character comes out like it it uh, it's is I feel better now that I've done this. My dad brought me to a haunted house for the first time. Uh, we would go. Oh, whoa! Now I'm going way back. No, <laughs> my first haunted house was Wilson Farms, and it was like little family-run thing, and okay. like you know. Was this in Colorado? No, no. no. Uh, I grew up in Massachusetts, okay. so okay. the guy in the monkey suit was the scariest guy to me then. But uh, but but Massachusetts, like Colorado, I think is pretty serious about their haunted houses. Oh yeah, and and we went. I went with my dad every year to Spooky World. They had the Haunted Hayride. They had, like, six different haunted houses. I met Linda Blair from The Exorcist. Oh, very cool. I met the guy who played Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Very cool. And it was, like, this lovely, awesome, weird part of my childhood where I got really into horror movies. And then being able to come back to it from the perspective of the scare actor (laughs) is
1: so fun. Oh yeah, exactly, and that see, and that's something that uh, we love to do every season. And I, you know, I'm the guy out here picking up trash, taking Tylenol to the zombies. So they have had <laughs> a, you know, I'm the babysitter really out here, <laughs> making sure everything runs good. But that's one thing that I always try to do it every year, like. Alright, tonight, you know, if it's a slow night, Monday, Tuesday night, mm-hmm. I'll go into the makeup garage, you know, and have uh, all the makeup girls get me all done up and, and get me into costume, where yes. I can go out and screw around, because it's, it's something that, it's it's such a high-to-go scare people, too, it's so fun to do, and it's a great way to burn some energy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you
0: know how it is, it's a workout out there. It is a workout, I like this more than the warehouse vibes because you can move and you're not and you don't feel like you're gonna die. Exactly. Oh man, some of them are so
1: hot inside (laughs) and it's brutal. But again, out in Colorado too, out sometimes it's freaking cold out here. Like so, bundle up, you know. But you're out in the elements. It's cool. You've got the fog. You've got the, you know, sometimes the rain, the snow. You you're living actually a
0: movie scenes. You know, you're going through and you're actually outside and outdoors (laughs) in the elements. Yeah, there's been snow out here. I remember the, you know, people are, like, trying to stay up, and they're like, it's not safe. <laughs> Tell the sand guy to put more sand down. Oh, on the bridges and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Tell the bridge zombie, we need more de-icer. <laughs> yeah. I almost fell back there. Yeah, exactly. It would be a good death. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's so funny, man. Um, so you've got... You've got real planes here. I mean, just I've never been to anywhere that looked like this. And I think part of kind of instilling this vibe that's going on here is everything seems more real. It's not like you walk into a warehouse and it's like, oh, look, the clouds. It's like, <laughs> although you do have a clown warehouse. True. True, we <laughs> but, do have that. But you've got real planes. You've got real tractors. You've got real weapons. So the the fear, the illusion of death, imminent death is like... Exactly, it's we, real. Well, we try. We you know,
1: there's always a big difference in haunted houses, and there's a reason we've been around for 36 years. Like we spend real money on these sets, and we spend. You know, I've got guys that work out here year round on mm-hmm. the haunted house, where, you know, you you can you can have a, a fly by night haunt where they go in. You know, they carve some foam, some foam props, and, yeah. You know, like spirit Halloween style, like sure. And and don't get me wrong, like they bring their own. Good, good things too, but this this has really become more of a labor of love for me mm-hmm. to install fear in people. So yeah, <laughs> we we work on it year round, and we make sure that it's all Hollywood style sets and props and in real
0: real equipment out here. So so growing up, I want to know about what it was like growing up with your dad running a haunted house. Do. Oh, <laughs> where do I start?
1: <laughs> it's uh, it was pretty wild actually. We uh, I remember like during. You know, normal families would get packages delivered, your Amazon packages, all this stuff. Not this family. I remember getting coffins delivered to the house, (laughs) like actual coffins. (laughs) And. The stuff that we would, you know, the boxes that we were to open that would be from Transworld or from some of these other uh, haunted house conventions. You know, I'd be a young kid. I'd be eight, nine years old, Mm -hmm. and you'd be undoing a a box. I remember one of them was uh, my dad bought one of the bodies from The Predator, the movie, uh, of this guy (laughs) that had actually been burned. And we were opening this box and my mom, I just remember her going, all right, kids, you got to go in the other room for this one. Cause it was so graphic and so <laughs> gnarly and just to, you know, my mom tried to protect this as much as possible, but I'm screwed up anyway. So she, uh, yeah, I remember have to go in the other room and then come back in and they'd, they'd show us like, all right, this isn't real. And we're like, no, I get it. It's weird. But yeah, so always, always getting the to, to, uh, get those weird things to the house was always so fun for me. Mm. And I, you know, it's really, I haven't changed at all because I'm still like a kid. I always order stuff from Transworld, all these places. I <laughs> literally just got a box yesterday and I was going to do it on one of my vlogs, open some of them, but we ordered a bunch of uh, new masks and stuff for this season. Nice. And it's sitting in my office and I'm like, God, I just want to go open it. See, I, cause I don't remember what's in it. <laughs> so I'm stoked. But yeah, that's, uh, oh, it was always weird growing up here, but it was cool too. I mean, this was my backyard. Yeah, Like I grew up, I yeah. live on site for <laughs> everybody that doesn't know that the Frightmare compound is actually my house. Uh, my, I live on site here at the Frightmare compound and, and Frightmare goes all the way around my house. So growing up here, you know, we've got, we've got five, six acres up here where we play hide and go seek with these, with neighborhood kids that would come down. And I mean it. This was the coolest place ever to live. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't <laughs> dream this up. You know, you have ten people come over on a Friday night to play Kick the Can or yeah. you know, some of these stuff where we go back in the haunted house and hide. Like super cool. I mean you got hiding spots built in. Oh my gosh. Well that's think about being a security guy out here, like it's all like hidden doorways oh, yeah. and so yeah,
0: walking around out here, there's always a new hiding spot. So in a way when you took over the family business here, you were you you'd already made a lot of mistakes. Were you like, were you, were you working in as a kid? Oh yeah. So I, I think
1: I started working my first year as a scare actor. So I, I want to say I was 12 years old and <laughs> yeah, I, I could have been younger to tell you the truth, but I, I would beg my dad, me and my best friend, Darren, uh, I would beg my dad, like, I want to go out there. I want to do this. I mean, that's you know, we're, I'm sitting here watching you'd, you'd all these guys You've been through it, right? Oh, yeah. times yeah, 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 And I know all the actors out there I know them by names I know them before they get, you know, dressed up mm-hmm. But, you know, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world And my mom was always scared You know, you have drunk people coming through And people sure. getting hit And there are issues that do happen, you know and being a 10, 12-year-old kid, my mom's like, there's no way I'm going to let you work on a Friday night when there's all these drunk <laughs> morons running around. And so my dad built this uh, this scarecrow that actually fell on people. So it would come with, you know, people would, like, crouch down, like, oh, no, that's, you know, it's oh, falling yeah. on me. So that was always my job, to push this scarecrow over and pull it back up and wait for the next group. And I'm... I remember getting all, like stuff ready. I'd take chips out like in our little hiding spot mm-hmm. and get our spot all ready for the night to go out there and work. Like all excited, me and my best friend Darren out there. Like it, it was always always a uh, a cool thing for us. And my dad always made sure to to uh, make these cool spots for the kids where somebody going through the haunted house wouldn't be able to see that it's a twelve year old kid operating
0: this. Yeah, yeah, not that scary, but. I mean that's low tech. You're talking about ropes, but if it works Ex- and it's a real scarecrow, dude, that was don't think it's better than like, you know these like I don't know how much they cost these giant animatronics that when you pass them you're like oh yeah I because when I'm going through a hunt if I see a giant piece of a giant monster unless it's placed really well like you see it and it takes me out of it it's like yeah. oh that's that's a machine that's not scary see and i'm I'm kind of the same way
1: out here at framer we don't we don't do a lot of the animatronics we don't do a lot of the the big props like that I mean for me it's not it's not realistic yeah and of course you know you are supposed to be in a, a fairy tale world you know where you're not really in 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 fear or not really gonna get hurt yeah yeah you know you're safe but you're in fear so yeah it, it was just one of those things you know where where we just don't really do all the big props and whatnot, like yeah, it's just I don't know. For me, I'm the same way. I don't this, I don't really like them.
0: <laughs> this is scarier than a 25-foot robot. I agree with you. And that, I'm hol- oh, I I am holding a pickaxe that's covered in rust and it looks like it's from a hundred years ago. It and, probably is. And you're holding a head. Ahead, yeah, exactly, and he's not complaining about it either. No, he doesn't have a choice anymore. Oh.
1: But yeah, like in this camera, if you could see in the camera here, like the tongue and everything is super realistic, super gross. If I mean, if you ran across here, that, hold it that way. Too. Yeah, exactly. And if you would see this in the uh, in the forest somewhere, I mean, that's that's real. You oh, know, yeah. you would freak out. And it does have some gross blood and stuff on the inside. Feels good of its to mouth. hold this thing. You're back in it see see you're already getting those crazy eyes <laughs> exactly
0: uh, that's so funny <laughs> do you ever get afraid back here or do you just you know i do uh,
1: you always oh, so I'll, I'll be back here working at midnight one in the morning two in the morning doing lights sound check you know making sure everything's legit mm-hmm. And you always hear stuff. I mean, we're also on a six-acre property where there's lots of cats and coyotes and you name it. There's stuff moving around. And so you always psych yourself out. You can't help it, you know? Like, <laughs> you're sitting here working and, and I don't know if a cat or whatever, like, runs past and you see something out of the corner of your eye. You're like, did I really see that? No, I'm just, uh, I'm getting in my own head. No, I won't do this. So, I, yeah, you get you get psyched out. It, also one of my favorite parts is <laughs> our crew out here My, my team out at Frightmare uh, Dan, I'm going to call you out on this uh, Mr. Dan Tolliver Exactly, calling you out <laughs> uh, he, uh, Dan is 6 foot, 250 pounds Not a small guy And he literally, like, he'll be out here And I can hear him, like, I'll, I'll be in the house And I can hear him out here working And of course I'll get a wild hair. I'm like, uh, I'll go see what Dan's up to <laughs> and so i'll go outside and if if he doesn't see me coming I'm oh like, this is perfect opportunity i have to scare him and i'll go up and i'll scare him you know i'll, I'll duck into like one of the moss caves or something and scare oh, yeah. him and dan screams like a girl he screams <laughs> like a, he has a great scream like we need to record it for this it's so good but after that he's always like dang it dude now i'm done now i'm psyched out i can't work down here anymore you uh, already got my heart going i'm like shoot i shouldn't have done that now i lost i lost you getting this project done he doesn't manage to get you back though (laughs) oh he's he's got me what was the last time he got me one of these last times that you know it's he got a pop out scare on me and just couldn't help it i wasn't wasn't expecting it so (laughs) yeah always always something out here so what makes a good scare you know, it's it's different for everybody. We we always say, you know, for our actors, everybody wants to do a pop-out scare. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be around a corner somewhere nobody can see them. Yeah. And they pop out and get that scare. Yeah. And that's a great way to do it. But you also have all these other scares that you have people that if you follow behind somebody, I, some people just freak out on just... Being a quiet guy, just dragging maybe that pickaxe across yeah, yeah. the rocks. Let's,
0: hit, let's make this sound for them.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's, and tell you the truth, like somebody following you like that, will psych out somebody so much and plays a different part on their on scaring them. You know. Yeah. And yeah, it. Everybody scares differently. You know, you have your your biggest fears in life. You have claustrophobia, Mm -hmm. where we have a lot of tight spaces through, like, the moss cave and everything, where it's single file, and, I mean, it's shoulder. you're touching shoulders on both sides. And that's – some people just can't handle that stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, claustrophobia, we have uh, another big one are insects and snakes. Mm -hmm. Shoot, I had – we had a girl. So this was probably – this is a fun story. (laughs) Uh, This was probably five years ago. I bought a bunch of Madagascar hissing cockroaches, live ones. And those things, if you Google that, they're gnarly. They're scary. Like, and they're they can't hurt you. They have they don't bite. They don't do anything. But those things crawling on you, oh yeah. my gosh! And I hated them. I absolutely hated them. But I had this I had this actor down there. Is in the bottom of the barn, supposed to be the basement of the house. Mm-hmm. And it's just this kid with insects, and he would play with them, and he they'd be crawling up and down his arms. Whoa! I, first of all, it's gnarly. But we bought this bucket of rubber cockroaches, and so he'd have real ones crawling on them, and then he'd throw some on people. (laughs) And you know, girls, they'd get them in their hair, and they freak out. And the kid, I remember, I still remember this kid to this day. He loved that job because this is probably the second or third night he was in there. He throws a cockroach on this girl. And she rips off her clothes because she thinks it's in her clothes, and she's literally running around in her in her underwear and bra, oh running around screaming, thinking these uh, <laughs> thinking these cockroaches are on her. And I, I, he to this day he's like, "This is a great job, man. I'm gonna keep this one." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, man." Yeah, so it's, you know, there's different ways to scare people, and you know, sometimes mm-hmm. pop out scares don't work, oh, and yeah. then you have a rubber cockroach that uh, makes you rub off, rip off your clothes and start running.
0: Yeah, you know, you put these actors in these positions and hope they'll swim, right? Exactly. And, like, I can remember definitely being put in some... Okay, so I worked at a different one two years ago. I worked at uh, the 13th floor. Once I did this, they wouldn't let me do anything else. There was, like, a front room. I was, like, the first person you saw. So So my job was to scare people who'd already seen me, which is, like... Oh, this is different. I'm not hiding in a closet going boo. Exactly. Except we're not allowed to say boo. Yeah, exactly. Rule number one. Yeah. But, you know, how do I scare these people? And so I started (laughs) sniffing them. I started, like, (laughs) doing stuff like, like, oh, how do I make someone feel uncomfortable? Which is a skill that hasn't served me any purpose other than being a scare actor (laughs) and having a lot of fun. But, but you're right, though. But the creep out, that's harder. That's I think way so too. harder.
1: I think so too. And that you can't teach that. Like you, you need guys that are actually comfortable doing that. You know, that's that's part of the reason we do auditions. You right. know, because you put somebody in that position, and you're you're better than most. So, <laughs> so I'll give you that. That's why we always moved you around. But uh, you you put somebody in that position, and they're not comfortable. You know, they're not going to be scary. No. And that's yeah. And there's nothing worse than having an actor that sucks.
0: <laughs> so that happens? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I that's part t- of your river of suck of running it is, like, exactly. dealing with that, right? Oh,
1: 100%. And so we'll we'll, we'll have people that, you know, they're down here and they're trying, and you got to respect that. So we'll come down here and just work with them and work with them and train them. And, hey, this is how you're supposed to do it. And, you know, swing your arms, you know, like you're going to, like, claw at them. And, oh, yeah. But, you know, it's you have people that just can't cut it.
0: Which are why we have auditions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember being told that like, this was maybe the f- my first night as a scare actor. They were like, "You look really stiff." I was wearing I was wearing a suit jacket. It was like a steampunk suit jacket. They're like, "You look really stiff. You got to move your shoulders around." So, so I, I started moving my shoulders. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, this feels oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah." I mean, I've, I've kind of had this signature face for, like, a long time. To- long time, Probably your whole life. <laughs> I like that face. Yeah. This is which, which is a face I've been making a long time just for fun, just like... <laughs> What's exactly. up? Ugh. That's your go-to. And yeah. I realized real quick, oh, this is a good haunted house face. <laughs> I have this one in the bag. Exactly. It doesn't work behind a mask, though. True. And to tell you the truth, like, some
1: guys... Like having a beard and stuff, it, it helps out here. You want a lot of most actors want to cover their face. They want huh. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but having like beard and, and face hair and you got some of these guys you're like, dude, you're not wearing a mask. Like I want a bearded dude down here. Like that's that's the look. Like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna put blood and gashes all over you, but I want that beard down here. <laughs> so it's it is always funny to to watch people and it's easier to get in character when you have a mask on, when you're totally done up. But when you're yeah. when you're supposed to be a real guy, like a chainsaw guy, like you're a normal dude. You're normal dude. But dark side dude, dark side dude, exactly. You're <laughs> actually a psycho. Yeah, but it's hard for somebody to get in that zone too. Like
0: mm-hmm. you're what
1: we want right now. We don't want we don't want something super big and scary. We
0: want just the psychopath. Huh. So what about clowns? Why are, are you afraid, dear listener? Are you afraid of clowns? Re re re.
1: clowns, I don't know what it is. I and I've never been afraid of clowns, but you know, you have all the old school movies of It and Clowns from Outer Space and all these. Oh, I love that o- one. Old movies, you know that that people to this day are just terrified of clowns, mm-hmm. and so out at, out at Frightmare out here. You know, clowns really doesn't—they don't fit out here. You know, like when you're when you're sitting here. Oh, I'm in a mine shaft now. There's a clown. Like, kind of weird. So we actually have a whole separate area called the House of Darkness. Uh, it's a whole separate uh, floor, a yep. whole different area of the haunt that you go into. And you tell the truth, man. People freak out. And that, I don't know what it is. Like I. Clowns aren't something that scared me, but I'm going to say eight out of ten people, they're just uneasy with a clown, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny.
0: Well, I, I noticed that those actors tend to be, I'm going to let this plane pass. Yeah.
1: This is why we have airplanes, wrecked airplanes at the compound, because we live, the compound is actually <laughs> right in the flight <laughs> pattern of North Jeffco Airport. So that's why we have all the wrecked airplanes.
0: One could be falling right now. And we wouldn't know. A lot of your clown actors are, like, the high school kids. And, and I think they might be the kind of people you're talking about who, like, once you're a clown, like, you're a, you're a clown. Exactly. And that's – the high school
1: kids, it's two reasons. <laughs> One is because they have a ton of energy and we want loud laughing, running, screaming, jumping, lots of energy. Like, that's, yeah. that, those are the clowns that we love out here, like, grungy clowns that just have energy. And what do you do? You give a a high school kid a Red Bull energy drink and tell him to go jump off the walls and he's stoked about it. <laughs> so, that's one of the reasons. But yeah, the other other one with with having these kids once the, once they're a clown and they love it. I mean, it's all fogged out in there, playing the creepy clown music. Yeah, yeah. Once they do that, nobody wants to go back to being a zombie. I don't know why if it's if they're actually loving the high intensity and running and laughing, mm-hmm. you know, or I don't, I don't know why, but most most of the guys, you know, they want to be a clown, and that's it. Or maybe that's the only thing in their head that's scary. It's the only thing I don't want to be.
0: <laughs> that's how I would be, too. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want
1: to be a clown. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I would like to set the scene here. I've been through a lot of haunted houses, and I don't know about you, dear listener, but if you go through a lot of haunted houses, you're going to see a lot of clowns. And sometimes they're bright. Sometimes they give you 3D glasses. Sometimes it's, like, it's well lit, and it's like, oh, look, killer clowns. You can see them. Yup. Seeing them, but here, you've got the House of Darkness. You can't see anything. <laughs> exactly. There, yeah, there's so much fog. There's so much darkness. The House of Darkness is an apt name. <laughs> exactly. You can't see your hand in front of your face. No. Like, you got to feel your way through. Right. So I think I think that makes a big difference in the scary clown zone. Yeah,
1: I, you know, and it's, it's something about people and going into the unknown, you know, not being able to see where they're going yeah. and then having a clown pop up six inches from your face, you know, because these, <laughs> these guys, they're, you know, their eyes are already adjusted to it. They know where, you know, how the whole thing's built and they can see you, Yep. you know, so these guys can pop up right in front of you while, while you have no idea they're there. So it's, it's actually, yeah, I think it's just fear of the unknown of not, not knowing what's coming next that these people just freak out on. (laughs) It's so good.
0: What do you tell people when they've never done this before? How to do it? You know, it's, it's
1: different for everybody, and that's literally what we tell them is like, you're going to get down here, and you're going to feel dumb. You know, you're going to come in here and go, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, you, we put you down in a – we put you, like, look at where we are now. I put you underground, dressed up like a weirdo, and you're sitting here going, you know, no groups have come through. Yeah, this is your first night. You're going, what am I doing? This is – you start psyching yourself out. Which you know, if you're in the river of suck, yep. you got to keep going. And some people, literally, they can they just pick up and go. They they get in their head so much that they're gonna suck or they're gonna do this. Which mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these kids they've never done it before, and it happens. But we we come down and you know we train them. We we go, hey, we all feel the same way the first time you do it. Yep. you're all gonna feel like you're gonna suck at it, and just gotta work through it. The more you do it, the better you're gonna get. Once you get that first scare of the night, you're like, oh, I got this. Oh, and that really, again, yeah. That (laughs) dopamine starts dropping. You get a high from watching that person. You're like,
0: yes. Okay, now I get it. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah, I I agree. Oh, man. The river of suck in the mine shaft of suck. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Dude, this place. That's funny you call it a river because now that it's underground, you see where the water line is back there. Mm -hmm. This place actually uh, fills with water. So this is the rock here is right at the water table. You can see how it's all wet. Um, When we were building this mine shaft, we had the bobcat down here, and I kept sinking my bobcat. And we'd have to literally (laughs) fill in a little bit of rock and wait and see if the water would dissipate, because it's literally right on the water table. So yeah, this is Hmm. the river of suck down here, because we have pumps that pump out this whole place if it rains or snows in uh, October. That's our biggest thing. Get out here by noon and start kicking on the pumps and pump out all the mine shafts. So it's pretty crazy. River of suck.
0: I want to go back to, like, just people for a second, like... What what have you learned about people from trying to scare them? You know, you you learn that people
1: people are really I don't know, they just want to be entertained. You know, the, all these mm-hmm. people that most most everyone that comes through is they're they're here for entertainment. We have people that come that came in 1984, and their grandparents are bringing their grandchildren now. Oh wow! So it's. You know, it's it's just really cool to see all these people that that want to experience the same thing and show their grandkids like, mm-hmm. hey, this was the scary thing to do back in the day. This is where all the all the dates were. This is what we did on a Friday night. We'd go do this. <laughs> so yeah, it's it is interesting to watch. But it's uh, you know, this place we attract everybody out here. You name it, we people come from. <laughs> I mean, Denver Broncos players to Chuck Liddell comes almost every year. Uh, you know. Celebrities come out here all the time, and it's, it's just one of those things that you know, people are chasing that high, that dopamine high of, of fear. It's Colorado. People want to get high. <laughs> it's More true. than one way to do it. You know, the funny part about that <laughs> is the big thing out here used to be like tailgating and drinking before you go in. Okay. And now that marijuana has been legalized, it's so calm. Like, on a Friday night, you got a three-hour wait. You know, we've got DJs and everybody going up front. We've got escape rooms, DJs, like, some crazy stuff, big party going on up front. It used to be one of those things where it was a party, everybody's drinking, and it was really wild. Now yeah. It, yeah. Now it, I feel like everybody's high, and it's really calm out there. <laughs> like, it's, it's so weird, like, to watch the difference of, like, party and drunk fights and this
0: to nobody cares. They're happy. <laughs> Man, uh, so... So here's a weird thing to think about. If you're trying if you're coming here, you're paying money to feel fear, you're paying money so you can feel your emotions, and yet you're coming here as wasted as you can so you can suppress those emotions. What does that say about America? A hundred percent. And so and some of these people have to do it to even
1: enter though. You yeah. know, they they get that liquid courage. And so you you I can't tell you how many like of the mini shot glasses, the mini shooters. Oh yeah, because people stuff them in their pockets and they wait mm-hmm. in line for three hours. For sure, they're sitting here just killing these things, and people get up there just totally wasted, but liquid courage again. Like they have to psych themselves up because they're so scared to go in. I'm not convinced those people are actually having the most fun when they're. No, in Oh God, no. No, I I would guess they they aren't, and most of them we you know we end up carrying out or you know too drunk to even go in. We we always make that call. Our our front uh, gate girls are always real good about making sure if if you've been overserved, you know, not to come in. Mm.
0: Chainsaws? Can we talk about chainsaws oh, for a God. second? <laughs> we want going to talk about fear. <laughs> that is probably our number
1: one scare is the chainsaw. Oh, and yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, people freak out. You, know, you have haunted houses that do it like the electric ones. Not scary. Out here at the compound, now it's, it's outdoors, which mm-hmm. you have to to run a gas chainsaw. Sure. But I can't tell you how many of you have left shoes. So picture, I mean, you're looking around right now. We're on rocks. And these people finish the haunted house running full sprint with no shoes on. like, And they don't even go back for them. So scared. Where's the shoes? Like, if, if we go down to the chainsaw area, like, we just start hanging stuff up that's been left. Like, if they don't come back for Lost and Found, they go to Lost and Found. If they don't come back for it, we hang it up out there. It's like, look at these victims. Exactly. This guy wow. lost his shoes. You oh, must man. be real scared. And not to even come back at the end. You know, like, they just got in their
0: car and left. Yeah. Like, weird. That's that's actual fear. <laughs> well, I I don't want to spoil what's different about your chainsaw spot. Cuz I've been to a lot of haunted houses and I've seen a lot of chainsaws. Yep. And you guys are in my top 2. Ooh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the one of
1: the top 5 questions I'd say is do we have a chainsaw? You know, and that's and I think that is the thing that people come for the most. Like they they have that childhood Yeah, Uh, memory of it. Like I said, we have like grandparents bringing their their grandchildren, and they have that memory of running and just that instant fear of you're walking. It's quiet. It's nothing big, and you hear that thing fire up, telling you, "Yeah." (laughs) And these these kids take off like there's no tomorrow. Like they're gone. Oh yeah, it is. It's classic that. That is the best spot to go down there and sit. You need to come back just not even to be an actor and sit <laughs> uh, Sit on top. We did a podcast with one of my buddies on top and watching the, mm. uh, the chainsaw just run and scare people. It is oh. hilarious. And we have a, a viewing deck up above that. Oh, nice. Oh, it's too funny.
0: Our cat Capo is a black cat, and he celebrates Halloween every day. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You gotta have a black cat.
1: I've got a black cat out here. He's creepy as hell, because <laughs> <laughs> he literally lives out here. Like he's like just a uh, barn mm-hmm. cat. Right. But you got a black cat roaming around a haunted house, and literally, like he'll be out here during October, like sitting up perched on a. Uh, on a fence or something and people are like is that a real cat I'm like uh yeah don't touch him he's mean like, <laughs> he's not a
0: nice cat yeah if i were a mouse i would call cats scary as <laughs> i mean exactly like they
1: torture them oh, it's yeah, so exactly. crazy they throw them around play with their food before they eat it
0: you actually scare actors could learn a lot from cats heck yeah they're <laughs> creepy as hell <laughs> <laughs> like we're like oh you're so cute and furry but if you're a mouse you're like <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah, game over. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> that's too funny.
0: What's your black cat's name? He doesn't have a name. Oh. He's just a barn cat out here.
1: I do – one of them I named. There's, there's three cats out here.
0: They just show up or
1: – Yeah, uh, one of them I trans, transplanted. Uh, I went out and I needed – you got to have farm cats out here. We have so much property that – you so many mice. If you don't have cats, you got to – that's – a must. Yeah. So, uh, before, before I had the other two, there's a black one, a gray one, and an orange one. The orange one was the first guy. He's a, he's a Tomcat now, but he, he was super nice to begin with. But when I first went, I went on Craigslist, like free barn cats, <laughs> you know, like a <laughs> meat a cat. And so I, l- I kept him in the garage for a while. And I was like, all I want is a Spanish cat. And when I got up to pick up this cat off Craigslist, the little girl that was like showing the cats, she's like, "And that's Taco," and I was like, "That's a Spanish cat. I want him. That's like Puss in Boots. He's he's now a barn <laughs> cat out of, out of the compound. So you'll see Taco rolling around out here too. Yeah. And now he's like." He's, like, mangy, and, like, you wouldn't mess with that cat. Like, he looks like he can hold his own. It's a seasoned scare actor cat. A 100%. Dude. dude, the cat's out Except here. he's not acting. No, he's living. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is home. Yeah. Don't mess with him. Don't pet the cat. He ain't nice. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> Do you go to other haunted houses to check out what they're doing? So I, I actually travel around the world doing that. My off-season,
1: uh, I've I've been around the world multiple times going to other haunted attractions and just attractions in general to see trends. What's trending now? What's going to be the next big thing? What do I need to have at the yeah. haunted house to, to make people enjoy their night? You know, people come out to get scared, but they also, you know, they're here. We've got escape rooms out here. We're mm-hmm. doing a pumpkin smash this year, uh, which... You can just grab a sledgehammer and smash some pumpkins. Like, we're doing like just random stuff.
0: It's qu- not random. That's how you get your dark side out in a healthy way. Exactly. Exactly. Go smash some stuff over here, legally. Over here. Yeah. Don't do it anywhere else. Here's, <laughs> here's <laughs> over, your page. Over here. over here. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to come to the haunted house this year.
1: So if it's October, get on the frightmarecompound.com <laughs> and come face your fears. Yeah. That's literally, yeah. Yeah. If you guys are looking for something fun to do in October, this is something different than going to the movies, than going to dinner. And this year with COVID, we're going to be open. And there's so many things that have been shut down from you're concerts. You're outside. Yeah, you're outside. You've and got we masks. can social distance. Yep, exactly. Hey. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be open this year. And it's, you know, a lot of the uh, entertainment stuff got shut down this year. So, um, yeah, this will be a great season for it. So definitely in October, man. If you guys are around in Colorado, come check it out. Always something weird going on.
0: But also you've got a YouTube channel. What's up with that? How do we follow you?
1: Yeah, so I'm actually – we just started a YouTube channel. It's called I'm Josh Holder. And it's actually a work hard, play hard uh, channel that, you know, it's always us working out here on the haunted house doing something fun. And then, again, with Facing Your Fears, I'm always that guy that – I'm out doing extreme sports stuff all the time from hiking, snowboarding. I'm actually, after we wrap this up, I'm rolling down to do some uh, river kayaking up in Golden. So I'm always trying to face my fears again. You know, that's that's something that uh, that's, we do all the time. And we launch a new vlog every week, Tuesday at 6 p.m. So I'm Josh Holder. Come follow that thing.
0: Sweet. Join the River of Sucks Swim Team for $1 a month at riverofsuckswimteam.com. And get all kinds of bonus content and uh, extended interviews and scary music. <laughs> I love it. No one ever said crossing the river of suck would be easy or that you had to do it alone. <laughs> so, thank you for giving it a chance at the Fright Bear compound with Josh Dot com. Holder. <laughs> <Let's hear it. laughs> with Josh Holder. True.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it.
0: My name is Andy Reiner. My name is Josh Holder. Keep Keep swimming. swimming.